Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories and the insights from business owners. My name is John Cashier-Rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I am your local Federation of Small Businesses membership advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today we have Sarah with us. Hello, Sarah. Hi, John. Lovely to talk to you. Oh, thank you for taking the time out to do this. My pleasure. Excellent. So tell us about your business and what you do. I am a voiceover artist. So I've been working in this sort of industry for around 30 years. The first half of my career was spent working at the BBC across TV and radio. And then in 2006, I took a leap of faith to focus on the the aspect of my work that I'd always enjoyed the most. And that was the talking, which had become kind of the smallest part of my job really at the BBC, even though it was an important part, there was a lot of uh, technical and kind of staff and editorial um, aspects to the role. So I wanted to focus on the voicing. So a whole load of circumstances meant that 2006 was the year for me to make that leap. And I've been working for myself with major brands through to SMEs and local businesses ever since. Right. Excellent. So so this type of um, client should be doing would that be for adverts would that be for television books i voice a whole range of things john from tv and radio commercials through to uh, online advertisements corporate videos presentations um for people like the co-op they ask me to do their annual um business presentation every year and I record medical and technical narration. I record e-learning courses, audio guides for museums, for tours. Um, I record on hold messages and I am even the voice of a defibrillator. And I work oh. with brands like, yeah, yeah. I work with brands like Ocado, Mercedes, Bosch, Volvo, the NHS. Pfizer, uh, I could go on, um, you know, right through to the local physio at the end of the road. Right, fabulous. And I think sometimes people underestimate just how important the sound of the voice that represents your company can be. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, and I think really that, you know, most brands will have a tone of voice, but sometimes there's there's that kind of human link that's missing. And I think that a voice can be that link between between the client what they need to say and their audience that's kind of what i do my work really is all about human connection it's it's about connecting businesses to their clients and their audience and whether it's imparting information inspiring them reassuring them encouraging them to do something educating them or even educating staff within a business i do a lot of um sort of internal uh, narration work too Wow. So I'm guessing it's not a case of that you get the script and just read it. There's a lot of preparation in. So I'm curious about what is the process from start to finish of a, um, of a speaking gig? Well, it varies. It varies depending on the job and the client. So it works in one of many ways. So sometimes a client will just literally send me a script and leave me to crack on with it. So I'll read the script, I'll mark it up, I'll kind of think about that that brand and what it is they're wanting to say and how best to say it for their audience. So there's a degree of empathy involved, you know, with the client and what they're wanting to achieve and with their audience. So you put on several hats and then I'll walk into my voiceover booth and I will record and then I'll edit that recording and I will send it off to the client. 
But there are also sessions where clients like to listen in. Um, and sometimes it might literally be a client listening in through all sorts of tech or just on a phone whilst I record. Um, and they might say, you know, they might just want to direct a little bit or give me some more information about them and, and about what they want to achieve. And sometimes I'll hook up with other studios. I hook up with studios all over the world. So there may be a, a full studio, an engineer. Um, there may be clients and producers and a whole swathe of people. I think I've done a session where there were 10 people present, wow. all with their own views, all with their own views. So that can be quite interesting. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they, and they will, again, direct and inform um, the read. And sometimes, you know, Ideally, clients will have an idea of what they want, um, and some clients will tell you that in writing or over the phone, or they will send you a piece of music or a film that they've already made that they want your voiceover to fit. Um, ideally, the, the voiceover is recorded first, but that doesn't always happen. And sometimes I'll be dubbing something that was originally made in French or German, and they want an English language version. Um, so, but, but music can often tell you more about the mood of something than, you know, words. So that's incredibly useful. And in fact, on my website, there is a, there's a, there's a blog about, you know, getting the most out of your voiceover session. And that's one of the things that I recommend is, you know, thinking about what it is you want and how best to get that information across. Oh, fabulous. So, so if there is somebody listening to this thinking that they could do with a voiceover artist, what are some of the mm. tips that we, you could share? Well, uh, I mean, I guess it depends what they want a voiceover artist for, really. Um, so I think that's the first thing I would, I would suggest is think about what you want to achieve, what you want that voice to give you. Um, and then depending on what that is, that will inform your choice of voiceover artist. And searching for a voiceover artist is, well, it's kind of easy, but it's also hard because there are an awful lot of choices and options out there. And there will be some people who are seasoned professionals like me, and there will be some people who say they are and, you know, they actually might not have as much experience as you think they have. Um, so you have to be a little bit careful where you look, I think. And um, be mindful of what you want. And again, you know, you might want to work via a voiceover agent, an, an agency who will say, okay, what's your brief? These are the voices I have. Um, and needless to say, I have voiceover agents. There are also websites. There's a, there's a website called voiceovers.co.uk where a lot of the, the, the top voiceovers in Britain are on that website. Um, and they will either hold your hand throughout the whole process, um, or you can just pop onto that site and look at the voiceovers who are on there. Or you can ask somebody like me, who's been doing the job for a long time, uh, to either do the job or to recommend somebody if you want a male voiceover or you need a voiceover with an Irish accent or something the chances are I will know somebody and those who've been around a long time will be able to help fabulous if somebody was say tempted to do the voiceover themselves what tips would you give them apart from get a voiceover artist don't, apart from don't yes <laughs> <laughs> you know, well companies do do this um and and some companies then realize the error of their ways and some come some companies are quite happy with what they do um but i would say 
I would say think carefully first. I would, it, it depends what it's for. Um, and because really the reputation of your company can be on the line if you use the wrong voice or an inexperienced voice and that is representing your company you know i think it's wise to invest in somebody who knows what they're doing but if you want a member of staff to record your on hold messages for example then you need to remember that you're talking to people you're not reading words from a page you're talking to people so i think that's that's incredibly important to have at the back of your mind. Um, you're not shouting at people. <laughs> you're not talking at anyone. You're talking to people. It's, it, it's, it's, it's got to sound human. I think that's, that's kind of my, my main tip, really. Right. So I, I often read the introduction to this podcast. Um, any feedback? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there might be. Go for it. <laughs> Yeah, I think there are a couple of points in your introduction where you were stressing what I'd call linking words. Um, and so the sense can be lost when you do that. Quite often you hear sports reporters or weather forecasters doing that. They'll stress and. And if you stress and to that extent, you miss, you miss the gems either side of it. So um, I think it's always worth marking up a script. I, I guess this is another tip. Mark up your script and underline the keywords that you want to stress. Because the chances are in conversation, you wouldn't say and, except in very particular circumstances. Okay. Being over the top, for example. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you ever so much. So if somebody is, is interested in contacting you about uh, some voiceover work and would like the mm. right sound, Yes. How would they contact you? Uh, they can contact me via email. Um, hop onto my website, www.sarahstarling.co.uk, where you can listen to my work. You can see videos that I've uh, voiced and all my contact details are on there. But my email address is mail at sarahstarling.co.uk. That's probably the best method. Oh, fabulous. And we'll put that on our website. Uh, and also you mentioned you. an article that you, you wrote in the podcast about tips for hiring the speaker. Yes. So if we put a link yes. to that as well. Yes, good idea. Yeah, absolutely. I'll send you that link. Fabulous. Thank you ever so much, Sarah, for sharing your wisdom and your insights. It's a pleasure. And this has been a podcast for business owners by business owners. And Sarah, if you know anybody that would be good to, to come on as a guest, please do let me know. I will. Excellent. And until next time, see you soon. Bye. Bye, Sarah. Bye. Thank you very much, John. The Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners such as cyber protection. When it comes to cyber risk, FSB cyber protection is more important than ever. Cyber protection gives you access to both the helpline and an insurance designed to support and protect your business at no extra cost. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk